Okay, hi, this is Clay and Susan Nelson in Montana, my bulldog. A first for the podcast for now. You're going to be listening to uh, my wife and I doing it together from now on. Just in case I happen to have a heart attack or I need a hug or whatever. <laughs> uh, she and I have been, we did radio shows together for three years in, Mon- in uh, Santa Cruz. And... Um, I'm getting a lot of emails going, where's Susan, where's Susan? I'm going, well, I never. So uh, she's going to be back on these podcasts, on all the podcasts from now on. Not that I really need it, but it sure is fun to have her in here. So here we go. So uh, this podcast is called Standing Up for What You Believe In. And I've been wanting to do this one for a long time. Standing Up for What You Believe In is big for most people. Most people don't do it. And it's time for to you to, for you to do it. Stand up for what you believe in. It's really necessary now. Um, so again, I'm 77. You're going to be 77. I'm pretty much unstoppable. Still getting a lot of trouble, but I have Susan to bail my butt out of it. So that's cool. <laughs> so again, today's message is standing up for what you believe in. So say hello, Susan. Hello. How are you? Hope everybody's doing good today, or in every day. So, do you want to go first, or you want me to say something, or how do you want to do this? It's your show. Go ahead. Oh, it's my show now. Ah, (laughs) I'm going to drop you off the cliff. (laughs) So, if you're going to stand up for what you believe in, especially around me, I've been a hard nose for 50 years. I don't know how you've lived with me. Oh, I know how you've lived with me, because you love me. I got it. Yep, yep, yep. That's true. (coughs) Excuse me, but... For you to stand up what you believe in has been a real big effort living with me. So what would you say has been the toughest part of you standing up for what you believe in? Uh Uh-oh, silence. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) You're putting me on the spot here. Well, well, I'm afraid you're going to tell the truth. (laughs) 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 All my clients are going to say something, Susan, say something. Um, Well, that's a good question. now that we're having this podcast for everybody else to stand up for what they believe in, um, what do I believe in? Um, well, I believe in commitment, and that's been. There have been times when commitment got me through some stuff. Yeah. Well. So, okay. Can I can I give you something? Of course. I mean, there was a time when I was so needy. Of course, I'm not needy now. Of course not. But I was so needy that you didn't have a life. You were either taking care of me, taking care of the business, taking care of the kids, taking care of feeding me, taking care of uh, airplanes, limos, typing, telephones, you name it. You didn't have a life. And one day you stood up for yourself and said, uh, Clay? I went, yes. You went, I want a divorce. I went, What? <laughs> Oh, that. <laughs> is, there, is there something wrong? I mean, I was blind. Remember that? Yep, I do. And uh, it really woke me up as to what our life was like and how bad it was. I, I thought it was great. I was getting everything I wanted. I could, I could not <laughs> well, it wasn't bad. It was just so busy that there wasn't time for us. Yeah. There, was, there wasn't. I kind of lot got. I felt like I got lost in the mix. I yes. guess is what it was. So it took you standing up for what you believe in for me to see what was missing in our relationship, right? Yes. And what happened? You slowed down uh, some of what you were doing. I, it took a little while to 
to do, but... No, the don't... truth is, I panic. Oh, no, don't you leave me. Oh, God. Please don't stop fixing me. Well, after, in the morning. after the panic set in. Are you kidding? Oh, no, I'm going to die. Ah, help, help, help. No, but it, it took... It took you saying, I want a divorce. Remember, I was standing in the airport in, in uh, some place, and you said, I want a divorce. And I'm We were okay. talking on the telephone. Yeah. I was at home, and you were away. And I about heart, had a heart attack. I was never more surprised than anything in my whole life. I had no idea you were that unhappy. So it's really your fault for hiding it. Ha-ha, that's it. <laughs> it no, but seriously, if if you don't stand up for what you believe in, don't stand up for what you need, don't stand up for saying what you need to say, people around you love you to death, but they just don't know. Yep. And I didn't know. I was giving everybody else, let me see, how do I say this? I was giving everybody else how to have a great life, how to have a great family, how to have a great business and everybody, everything else, but I wasn't doing it for my own family, and I didn't see it. And it's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I should have said something. Or we, no, 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 no. But, but we but worked it out. I didn't, yeah. And we're still together. But I didn't see it. I just didn't see it. Yeah. I was just, I wanted to make sure our family lived better than I did with my family because we were poor. Yeah. And I didn't want to be poor. I didn't want the kids to have everything. I wanted you to have everything. I know. And you just wanted me. I, I couldn't figure that out. <laughs> You want you you were a great provider. You did you did everything that you knew how to do to provide us with what we wanted and with how you wanted it to be. Yeah, I was really stuck in, in having wealth like an idiot. I thought money was the answer. So I went out and I was making a ton of money, but mm -hmm. I was never there. Uh -huh. Yeah, you're right. But I think you, well, I know you really enjoyed doing that until you got home and you were just like faint because you had been so busy doing what you were doing that you love to do, and uh, we just kind of got the leftovers. Yeah, the leftover was a pile of skin. <laughs> and I think that's the way it is for a lot of families. Yeah. Well, I don't know how, how it is now, but uh, anyway. A lot of men go out and work, 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 and they come home, and they sit on the couch, and the kids jump in their lap, and they say things, and the dear old dad doesn't even hear them. Yeah, and, and it could be now even it's the moms that are doing that. The moms are out, work, 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 and... Okay, now, really? ladies and gentlemen, I didn't say that. My wife said that, so <laughs> wives out there, don't send a bunch of emails. Susan said that, but it's true because yep. wives are working as much as men are now. Yep. You have to be really careful that you don't lose your family in, in the survival of today's times. So that's what today's talk is all about. It's how do we become a workable we? And the way you become a workable we is communication. You say what's going on with you. You say when you're hurting. You say what you need. You say what you don't want. And you do it in a way that's as little make wrong as possible. And when one person in the marriage is saying something, the other one just listens and let them go. Because a lot of times you'll be talking about things and what you really want to see doesn't come out until about the 14th paragraph. Because <laughs> you <know? laughs> you're just screaming and yelling and being upset and doing all kinds of things. And then all of a sudden the real stuff comes out. So you have to just really listen, look them straight in the eye, smile, and uh, hug them and go, I got it, honey. And don't interrupt. Don't try and answer any questions and just listen. And by the way, husbands out there, your wives don't want to be fixed. They just want to be heard. 
apparently it took me 43 years to figure out. <laughs> okay, go ahead, honey. Okay, well, from on that note, I'm going to step into the notes that we wrote for this particular show. Oh, I wasn't um, doing the show. No, but you you did you did what was perfectly uh, in line with what the title of the show is. Oh, good. But there's so many other aspects of standing up for what you believe in. Oh yeah. Um, say, let's let's kind of stand back from the the marriage side of it for right now. But um, one of the questions is, have you ever watched a bully push someone around? Perhaps you've been pushed around. What happened? Frequently, we give in to the bully, but why do we do that? Um, well, usually it's because most of us don't really believe that we have a choice. The person who chooses to be stopped has been beaten down so much that they choose to run and hide instead of stepping up to the plate in fight in, uh, for fighting for what they want and what they need. So for all of you out there living life like you don't have a choice in what goes on in and around your world, here are some words of experience I'm here to tell you. Yeah, and that's, this is true for male or female. So you do have a choice in how your life turns out. I know Clay said that thousands of times uh, with clients and workshops and um, his conferences that he's been in. You can make a difference in your life, but only you can make it happen. You can't expect someone else to lay out the groundwork for you. It's your life, and you're the one that can make it happen. Yeah, if you don't stand up and say no to what you don't want, people aren't going to stop doing what you don't want. Exactly. You have to make the choice to stand up for what you believe in. I mean, my brother used to think it was fun to dislocate my shoulders. Oh, God. He and his, he and his gang used to think, oh, boy, let's go dis dislocate Clay's shoulders. He'll love it. You'll see. <laughs> So um, that would be very painful. It was. Oh. The painful part is when my mom used to put it back in place. Oh, no. Oh, so if, if you've been listening to the news lately, either on TV or social media, the Internet, newspaper, you know, you know that there are more than just a few voices standing up for what they believe in. It's overwhelming. But whether you agree... Excuse me, but whether you agree with them or not, you have to acknowledge the fact that they are willing to stick their necks on the line to stand up for what they believe in. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, with all the, I mean, there's just so many people, organizations that are out in the world, in the news. Yeah, but just think up. about it. All the people that are saying whatever it is they're saying, they're willing to say it mm -hmm. and take what they get. Yep. They get talked about, beat up, judged emails written, all kinds of things said about them, but they're still saying what they need to say because they believe in what they say. I, I get it. I think it's pretty cool. Just look at look at how much of the planet won't say anything. All they do is gossip. <laughs> did you hear? Did you hear? Oh, yeah. yeah. They whisper yeah. in judgment. Yeah. I wonder how many people have whispered in judgment about me over the last 50 years. You think oh, anybody? Probably a few. Oh, um, no. Really? <laughs> yeah. Um, but so far, it seems we ourselves choose not to stand up for what we believe in because somehow we don't see ourselves as having the power or the intelligence or those who have gone before us. Yeah, we don't think we're important enough, like our vote doesn't count. And the truth is, our vote does count. Yeah. Go ahead. It does. So, 
we're going to propose a question to you. What are you passionate about? And we have a list of different things, but there may be something that's not on the list that you're passionate about. Are you passionate about politics? Yeah. No, <laughs> I'm not, <laughs> but yes. But that's okay. Yeah. Physical fitness? Yeah. Yes. Nutrition? Yes. Uh, well, I am. But <laughs> I don't like broccoli. <laughs> you know. um, I don't like spinach. Well, that's okay. There's other things. So, making a difference for troubled children? Absolutely, yes. Cancer awareness? Yes. Yes. The environment? Yes, yes, but I don't know that much about it. Yeah. Recycling? I stand up for that. And you yell at me. <laughs> it's in the recycle bin. Yeah. <laughs> Animal rights? Human uh, rights? Yes and yes. Yes. Breaking the cycle of abuse? Yes, absolutely. Sure. Helping the homeless? When I can. Yep. Being a force during our current COVID-19 pandemic. Yes, but that was hard for me. I didn't know how to do it. Yeah. Anyway, well, go ahead. Yeah. How about being a great parent? Oh, I was so cool. <laughs> I, you only wanted to divorce me once. My kids wanted to, you know, tell me to go live outside the house probably 30, 40 times. <laughs> but they all love you. Yeah, they do now. They do, yes. I have the money. <laughs> or how about being a great grandparent? Oh, yeah. I mean, we're at that age now where we have grandchildren. Our granddaughters love me. They don't know me yet. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever your passion is, take a, take a stand to be committed to doing something for the cause, big or small. Just step out there. Yeah, you know, as white hairs or as people over 50 or somewhere in that range, you are being watched in every move you make, whether you're drinking a lot of alcohol, smoking a lot of cigarettes, smoking a lot of dope, complaining a lot, or standing up and getting people to vote a certain way or whatever, doing good things, helping people out that are down and out. Whatever you're doing, you're being watched by the younger generation. And that's what keeps me going. I know I'm being watched. That's why I'm doing these podcasts. So the benefits of standing up for what you believe in uh, are multiple. They're a lot. Well, not only that, but most most of the benefits are unknown. Yep. You don't know when you're being watched. Just know you are. Yeah. Well, and I've. Uh, uh, Just I've know if you, I, if you walked outside naked at midnight at night, somebody'd have something to say about it. I'm sure. <laughs> So the, I've known you to have a, an opinion or two. No. Um, yeah. And I know that they haven't always been popular, at least not visibly popular. Which one? Which opinion wasn't popular? Well, it's been a lot of years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, there will be those who disagree with you, but they're not willing to address it to you. They're not willing to come up to you so they'll it's something that they would gossip about well i've been known somebody else yeah i know i've been known to shake up the crowd there's no question get people thinking yeah so if that's the case why go out on a limb well why not go out on a limb because it needs it yeah so this is kind of a little bit of a far-fetched idea but um if columbus hadn't gone out on a limb he'd never have proven that the earth was round Oh, did Columbus get the credit for that? Well, I think so. Um, there's been a lot of disagreement on a lot of things he did 
uh, over that's come up over the last ten years or so. Okay, so, so but, but we'll but say the Nelson family agrees that Columbus. <laughs> we'll, we'll say that. Okay, so we're yes. taking credit for that. Yes. Okay, go ahead. Uh, if scientists weren't willing to stand up and test theory after theory, we wouldn't have achieved the modern-day medical marvels that are now at our fingertips. Yeah. Yep. You want to hear what I read today in the news? I don't know. That they have, sure. They have put cells together from a monkey and a human, and they came together and stayed together, and they don't know what they're going to do with it now. Oh, my goodness. Can you imagine that? That's I'm, a little scary. Well, no, probably humans three or four generations now are going to be able to climb trees really easy. <laughs> Maybe you have a tail. Ooh. <laughs> oh, God. Ooh. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm really excited. <laughs> I know I really like bananas for a long time. 